Hello, my name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. Welcome back to the podcast. We got a fun episode for you today. Um, before we begin with the incident with the third grader, there are a couple special announcements. These are recurring announcements. So if you've been listening this month, then you will know what they are. But it's important to be reminded because isn't that fun to be reminded about things you already know? But they're good things. So it's cool to be reminded about good things. In July, we have two contests running. That's right, two contests at once. Wow, boy stories, so many contests. Number one is the writing contest. You can write your own short story using boy stories characters um, for a cash prize and the opportunity to have it read aloud on the podcast. Do something constructive this summer. Write a cool short story. Very fun. The link to that is in the episode description. So the episode description will have a link and that has all the rules and guidelines and so on. If you want to hear more about that, you can listen to the Frogman episode, which came out last week. The other contest that's currently running is the one for a free sample of the Green Book of Stories, which is coming out. I am so excited. Uh, Green Book of Stories contest. If you leave a rating review on the podcast, if you leave a review on the Amazon page that mentions the podcast or if you send me a question or a voice message for any of the characters, you are entered for a chance to win a free signed sample of the Green Book of Stories. And that contest will also end on July 31st. So both contests end at the same time. Very easy to think about. They're both in July. Those are our July contests. So exciting. I'm so excited. I know you're excited. I can't see you excited, but I can hear you being excited through the microphone while you're listening in your mom's car or in your bed when you're trying to go to sleep. Someone was telling me, hey, my son listens to your podcast all the time when he's about to go to sleep. And I said, is, is my voice really that boring? Is is that what it... Because I, I try so hard to entertain these boys. And he's just laying there like, yeah, throw on Tom Mangano so I can sleep, ma. Because like... I need something to put me to sleep because I need something to bore me to death. So put on Tom Mangano's voice and I will slip into a nice slumbrous dream. That's not what he said. Uh, we're just going to move on to the story. This is the incident with the third grader. Um, it is, of course, like all these stories based on my teaching experience, doesn't really need much of an introduction. I will say it's a lot of dialogue. It's essentially a dialogue more so than it is a story. Um, but yeah, it's a fun one. It's a short, fun one. Here we go. The incident with the third grader. Oh, I just introduced the story and then I remembered. Uh, if you have a chance, if you're a parent listening to this, please share the writing contest uh, announcement page with any of your friends who are also parents with boys or girls that want to enter the contest. You can enter if you're girls too. Uh, people have asked me. Yes, you can. Um, share with as many people as possible because we want to get as many entries and we think it's a cool thing for a lot of, like, I feel like that's like a fun thing to share. So I was going to encourage to share, but I was like, Hey, you should encourage them to share it, but not just tell them to share it. And then I just told people to share it, but sometimes it's good to be told things. So yeah, share it. It's cool. It's a fun thing to share. Anyway, the incident with the third grader. That was great. That was a great introduction. You like that? I like that introduction. Mr. L massaged his forehead and sighed. Jake and Porge stood in front of his desk. Porge hopped from foot to foot, glancing at the door, rubbing his left arm with his right hand. Jake stood with his arms crossed, unmoving. 
I didn't do it, Porridge burst out. I wasn't even nearby, Mr. L. I was on the other side of the field playing baseball with Charlie and Timmy, and you can ask them because that's... You were named, Mr. L interrupted, as a leader of the fort. Porridge opened his mouth, then closed it. Mr. L waited. That's because I was a leader, Porridge said with less confidence, until... I realized things were getting out of hand. And, like a good leader, I'm responsible. So so I told them, I, I, I really did, I swear. I, I told them they should stop because the teacher would not like this. But they didn't listen. So then I left and played baseball with Charlie and Timmy. My question, Gordon, said Mr. L, is whether you left before or after the incident occurred. Gordon was Porge's full name. It was used only, even by teachers, on the strictest occasions. Porge swallowed. Sorry, Mr. L, he said. I'm, uh, I'm not sure what you mean. Given your story, it's just as likely that you were at the fort during the incident, Mr. L explained. Then, realizing you would be in enormous trouble when the teachers found out you ran away to join Charlie and Timmy as a sort of haphazard alibi. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Porge nodded, as if to say they were both on the same page. Mr. L frowned. So then tell me, he said, pronouncing every word. Were you there when the incident happened. I don't remember, Porridge said. You don't remember? No, sir. No memory at all. And and that's why, Porridge added, trying to regain ground, that's why I figured I must have been playing baseball with Charlie and Timmy, because... Oh, look, here's Charlie now, said Mr. L. As Charlie entered the classroom, Porridge turned pale. Sorry, said Charlie, freezing upon realizing he'd interrupted. I just finished my book and was going to get another, but I can... Come in, said Mr. L. Get your book. Charlie obeyed. He crossed the threshold and tried not to look at Porge or Jake. Actually, Charlie, we were just talking about you, Mr. L remarked casually. You're not in trouble, he added, after Charlie stumbled into a desk and clutched a chair for support. I just need some clarification. He wants to know if I will ask the questions, snapped Mr. L, silencing Porge. Then, in a lighter tone, Charlie, please tell me what happened during morning break. Mr. L, I don't know exactly, Charlie replied, but they're saying one of the third graders got... I know what they're saying... I want to know where you were when it happened. Me? Charlie gasped. You're not in trouble, Mr. L repeated. Just tell me what you saw. Well, Charlie said after recovering his breath, I was playing baseball with Timmy. Then a group of fifth graders stomped by chanting something about revenge. Timmy wanted to check out what was going on, But I said no, because it looked like trouble. There was this big crowd on the other side of the field and louder chanting. Then 
like a lot of screaming, and then no more chanting. People were saying, like, why'd you do that? And he's crying, and tell the teachers, and everyone was running. Then Porge came, and his face was all sweaty, and he said, let me play. And I said, no, but then he grabbed the ball anyway, so we had to let him play. Thank you, Charlie, said Mr. L. You may go. Charlie forgot his book in his hurry to leave. A crowd of curious faces pressed against the classroom window, jostling for a better view. Mr. L walked across the room to shut the blinds, then turned back to the boys. So, he said to Porge, I'll ask again. Where were you when the incident happened? Sorry, Mr. L, what incident? The one involving the third grader at break, said Mr. L coldly. The one we've been discussing. Oh, okay, that one. No, well, as Charlie just said, I was playing baseball with him and Timmy. You didn't believe me, but he just said. So can I go back to Blake now? I, I, I don't have any more information, but I really hope you find whoever hit that kid with the shoe. And so he was hit with a shoe, said Mr. L. No, I, I mean, maybe. Porge was sweating. I mean, I don't know. I, that's what I heard. Not what you saw. I don't know what I saw. Porge yelled. It was all a blur. Porge was breaking down. Mr. L was close. Jake saw fit to step in. I'm sorry, sir, he said in a calm, even tone. This is all very confused. That story you heard was a huge exaggeration. Porge seemed strengthened by his friend's words. He regained his breath. Okay, Jake, said Mr. L, sitting back down in his chair. He was now on the same level as Jake, who stood with his chin high, arms still crossed. So you're saying the red mark on that boy's face, the mark with little rectangular lines that strongly resemble the pattern on the underside of a shoe, you're saying that just magically appeared? Could be a birthmark. Mr. H., the third grader's teacher, said his student arrived at school with a fresh face. Sometime during morning break, this new mark appeared. I wonder how it got there. A plausible explanation seems to be as strange and horrifying as it is for me to say that this young third grader, this little eight-year-old boy, was, by one of my fifth-grade students, slapped in the face with a shoe. That's not the only explanation, said Jake quickly. Is there a different one? asked Mr. L. I'm all ears. He could have done it himself. Hit himself in the face with a shoe? Maybe he does stuff like this all the time, Jake said. You never know with third graders. He could be crazy. He is crazy, insisted Porge. He went right up to our fort and kicked sticks everywhere and destroyed our entire back wall for no reason. Then he called us babies for getting mad. So you decided to teach him a lesson, said Mr. L softly. Uh, I, uh, well... Porch stuttered. We, I mean, some people, uh, I mean, they said they weren't just going to let them call us babies. The third grader. You were angry because the third grader called you babies. Yeah, uh, because if anyone's a baby, it's him. 
Mr. L blinked at Porge, then forged on. So you started chanting revenge? No, that was after he bit Jake's finger. Oh, said Mr. L. Jake glared at Porge. He was not impressed with his friend's eagerness to offer information. Wasn't a bite, Mr. L, he grunted. Just a little nip. Barely hurt. Nah, it was all wed, Porge explained, not picking up on Jake's glare. So then Jake lifted his finger and said, Behold what the little snake hath done. And that's when everyone started chanting revenge. I see, said Mr. L. He's exaggerating, said Jake flatly. Why would the third grader bite Jake's finger? asked Mr. L. Oh, because Jake was dragging him back to the fort, Porge explained. Because we thought that the best lesson would be to make him rebuild the fort. So his bite was an act of self-defense. No, because remember, Porge said confidently, he started it. Mr. L looked at Porge for a second. And after the bite, you mobbed him and chanted revenge. Then what? I don't remember, Porge said, his face blank. Jake, Mr. L said, swiveling in his chair. Do you remember what happened next? No, said Jake. Only I do remember I never hit him in the face with a shoe. But it sounds like someone did. You know, Mr. L, it does sound like that, said Jake. And that's very bad. And that person should be punished. I agree. Any idea who that person might be? You both seem to have been there exactly when it happened. We were there, maybe, said Porge. But there was like this whole crowd of people. You should ask them. I did, said Mr. L. They said it was you. Both boys were quiet for a moment. Nope, said Jake. Wasn't us. They said, Mr. L continued, and I hope I'm getting this right, but this is just what I heard from multiple witnesses across all three grades. They said Porge held the boy who was struggling and screaming for his mom while Jake took off his shoe and hit him with it. Okay, Porge said, smiling. That's totally wrong. He was not screaming for his mom. So you did restrain him. Oh, oh, um, no, no, I was, I was trying to keep the kid from biting Jake because he was dangerous. He was yelling about Jake being a freak and, and it was really bad. So I, I, I was keeping everything under control. Do you think maybe he was scared because he was surrounded by a big group of older boys chanting revenge? Yeah, but even if he was scared, Porridge said, he didn't have to be so annoying about it. So you grabbed him. Pause. I don't remember. Try. I am, said Porridge. Try harder. There was threat in those words. Porridge gulped. Okay, well, it's uh, it's possible that y- yes, yeah. While while trying to defend Jake, my friend, who was in danger, yes. While trying to to help make everything better and be responsible, yeah, yes. I I think I think I might have grabbed him. Then Jake hit him with a shoe. Absolutely not, said Jake. Okay, what happened? Well, said Jake, scrunching up his face to think, 
trying hard to remember the facts because the weird kid was going crazy and Porge was being nice and making sure he didn't attack me. I think I might have, you know, pushed him a bit just so he wouldn't hurt anyone else. And I think then he slipped and started crying. Yes, that's what happened. I remember now, said Porge, nodding. Oh, so it was all a misunderstanding, said Mr. L. Yes, agreed both boys, nodding. Sorry, Mr. L, just a misunderstanding. And the mark? The mark, said Jake. Yes, the shoe-shaped mark and the fact that everyone said he was hit in the face with a shoe. How do we explain that? Oh, that's interesting, said Jake, rubbing his chin. Actually, I was wondering the same thing myself. So was I, added Porge. I think I know what happened, Jake said. You see, when I gently nudged him, I might have accidentally done so using a shoe. You know, like to create a buffer between myself and him. Because... Remember, he bit me, so clearly the kid was dangerous. Very dangerous, added Porge. Wait, said Mr. L. Jake, you accidentally nudged him with a shoe. Yes, like this. Jake lifted both his hands at arm's length, holding an invisible shoe between them, and mimed a slight push. You're saying that accidentally you undid your laces, took off your shoe, and pushed him with it. Jake paused. Well, it wasn't my shoe, he said. It was his. So you accidentally took off his shoe from his foot? I think so, yes. That's an interesting thing to do by accident. Everyone was screaming and stuff. Porge explained. The kid was flailing around a lot, so Jake didn't really know what he was doing. But, Jake, you had his shoe in your hand accidentally. Yes. And when you nudged the third grader with his own shoe, can you show me on your body where the shoe touched him? Jake made a vague gesture that indicated his entire torso from his waist to his chest. Somewhere there. Jake nodded. Now, Mr. L went on, because all this was accidental anyway, would you say that maybe, possibly, sometime, while you tried to give him a little push on the chest, like you said, maybe you might have slipped just a bit, and accidentally, the shoe might have hit his face? Jake paused for a long time. So did Porge. Yes, Jake said at last. Yes, I guess that maybe I could have accidentally slipped and the shoe I was holding might have accidentally hit his face. So you hit a third grader in the face with a shoe. Jake nodded, while Porge held him down. Porge nodded. (sighs) Thank you both for your honesty. Jake and Porge's punishment was severe. 
It included, among numerous detentions, letters of apology to both the victim of their accidental aggression and his parents. The third grader himself, however, eagerly announced to anyone who would listen that the day before had been the best day of his life. He had taken on the fifth graders and had a mark on his face to prove it. Another part of the punishment, probably the hardest part, was that Jake and Porge were now forced to play with this same third grader whenever he wanted at break, for a whole month. While playing, he enjoyed recounting the ways he had bested them in that infamous fight. Still, the punishment had its intended effect. Jake and Porge would never hit a younger boy with a shoe again, whether on purpose or otherwise. Okay, so that was the incident with the third grader, and I am here to kind of chat about the story and a couple other things with our character, Porge. How you doing, Porge? Well, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Cool. Uh, so, I thought maybe we could talk... Well, okay, why Why do you call me a character? Like, I'm a person, okay? You don't, like... I don't know. I just feel like that's a little like that's not that's not starting off this this interview on a good foot. Okay, Borge, I thought you'd be excited to be on the podcast. You seem a little bit um, off today. Well, I'm not. I just you know listening to the story. I like. I feel like okay. We you know a lot of people say like, well, why'd you go hit that kid's face with the shoe? And I tell them like it was an accident. You know. Like, it was a total accident, but, like, and the story says that. The story says, like, like five times it was an accident. So, like, I don't know, like, lay off, you know? Like, lay off. Okay, wow, you feel really strongly about that. Um, I mean, it, sure, like, you guys said it was an accident, but it's. I think it's pretty clear that, you, that maybe Jake lost his temper. And Look, wait, where's Jake? Where's he? Why can't he be here to, to talk about it with me? Well, Jake's a very private person. Didn't want to. I wasn't able to get him on the podcast. To, okay, so but so I'm your second choice. I'm like Plan B. Like okay, fine. We'll have Porch. No, Porch. Look, I'm happy you're here. All right. I the neg- sudden neg- negativity is kind of it's it's odd. But like you know, a lot of people liked your interview with Mr. L. Um, yeah, well, Mr. L didn't like it. Mr. L was mad, and then he found out it was on the podcast, and he said, "Porch, what are you doing?" And I I got in so much trouble. For, it was not worth it. Not only that, I got no answers. I got no answers as to what happened with our kickball team. And it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot going on right now. You know, there's that. There's stuff, summer stuff. I'm on swim team. I've been swimming like every day. Every day I swim back and forth and back and forth, uh, just again and again. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's painful. And my mom says it's good for me, but I have to keep doing it. And, and my swim coach just says, that's okay. Do another one. And I'm like, I'm like, I've done t- like 200 laps already. You want me to do another one? And then the teenage lifeguards are like, Hey, stop wanting. And I'm like, Hey, why, why, why don't you get out of your seat and, and try and think about what I have to do every day in this pool? I have to swim back and forth and back and forth while you just watch me like some sort of prison god. Like that's messed up. That's messed up. 
Porridge, are you are you coming? From- yeah, I just came from swim practice. That's why my hair's wet. Okay, what? You think I took a shower to come on your podcast? No, I took a shower because I had chlorine in my eyes because I've been swimming back and forth for like I don't know, like a hundred hours today. Well, I I don't think you were swimming for a hundred hours because that's an exaggeration. You're an adult. You know what an exaggeration is. Of course, I wasn't swimming for a hundred hours, but it might have been a hundred hours because I was literally swimming for a hundred hours. Okay, well that that's not what literally means. I know what literally means. I said it as a rhetorical effect for my exaggeration. You know, you're you're a grown person. You know, you should know this. Okay? You're just as bad as the teenagers at the pool. Hey, I'm not I'm not as bad as the Yeah, you I bet you like sitting in in tall chairs and looking down at kids who are being tortured and being like, "Hey, hey, uh when you get out of the pool, don't splash." Right? Cuz like like okay, there's like there's like a little bit of time in swim practice where like the coach is like, "You guys can have free time." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh. Finally, thank you." So I go, I go to the kids, the kids section of the pool, right? Cause I'm a good person. I'm not going to go in like the deep end where the adults are. I'm going to the kids section and maybe I'm playing, I'm playing a couple rounds of, you know, dunk, dunk the ball and dunk, dunk my friend's head a couple times. And, and lo and behold, the lifeguard blows his whistle and says, stop dunking your friend. You can't do that in the pool. You're splashing and you're scaring the kids. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I literally just just like swam for a hundred hours. All I want to do is dunk my friend's face in the pool for like for like five minutes. Okay? For like five minutes. And I can't do it. And he says, you got to get out of the pool. You got to get out of the pool. And he blows his whistle again. So, um... Did this, did this just happen? To, yeah, it happened this afternoon. Okay, so I get out of the pool, right? I get out of the pool, and I'm talking to him, and I'm saying, look, Mr. Teenager, who do you think you are? I just want to dunk my friend's head in the pool. Look, you, you know, Porridge, you shouldn't be dunking your... I'm going to do what I want to do. I just swam last for like 100 hours, okay? I just want to dunk my friend's head in the pool, okay? He thinks it's fun. He's okay with it. He's not going to die. He's not going to die. He's not gonna die. Okay, you don't have to keep repeating that. Um, so you got in trouble with the teenager, the teenage lifeguard at the pool, and yeah, I had to sit out for my entire free time. Okay, then the free time ends, and I'm like, okay, well, now can I go back in the pool, maybe, mom? Because like, because I I still want to go dunk my friend's head in the pool, and like maybe we'll just do it in a different part of the pool where the lifeguard can't see, but. No, there's the whistle and it's adult swim. So then I have to sit for another like 15 whole minutes while all the adults get in the pool and just like play patty cake or whatever they do in there while I'm just sitting at the side of the pool and I'm hot and I'm tired and I know I have this podcast later and I'm like, oh my gosh, my life is so hard right now. All I want to do was dunk my friend's face in the pool and okay, porch that, you know, where I think this is a great story, uh, but we're supposed to talk about the story we talked about on the podcast, not about your day at the... Uh, this is on my mind. I'm going to talk about what's on my mind. That's just who I am. I, I, I just... That is my truth, and that is what I am saying right now. Okay, I, I realize that. Um, 
But let, let's let, let's move on a little bit, right? The incident with the third grader. Uh, you guys had that moment with the third grader. Um, I think you got just fively punished for it. So maybe we can move on from the. Yeah, well, I mean, it was accident, and like I was saying, everyone's saying like, "Porridge, why'd you hit the kid in the face?" I was like, first of all, I didn't do it. Jake did it. All I did was hold him so that Jake could do it. Okay. And secondly, like all that was accidental anyway. And then I played baseball. Okay, we don't have to beat a dead horse. But what are you talking about? What? What do you, why do you, why are you talking about dead animals? I'm not, I don't want to talk about dead animals. It's supposed to be a good podcast. You're talking about, about hitting a, a dead horse. The horse is dead. Why would you, why would you talk about a dead horse? Well, that, no, it's an expression porch. It means that like we've talked enough about something and we don't have to talk about it. it oh, so like the conversation is like a, like a horse that's died. Like the horse was like alive and, and neighing and, and prancing about and then it just fell over and died. And so you walk over, Mr. Tom, and you take like a stick or something and you start hitting that dead horse. And that is that is what you're saying. That's what you're saying this conversation is like compared to your story. Like like you just slamming a horse's dead body. Okay. Now you are you're really coming out swinging. Let, let, there's a lot of other stuff I want to talk about today. Let's let's move on. Okay, I'm just you are the one that bought up dead animals, and I I honestly like that makes me uncomfortable. Okay, well it sounds like a lot of things make you uncomfortable. Uh, you know, today has been a bit. Did I did I mention how many bugs there are in the men's locker room at my pool? Did I mention how many bugs there are in there because it's gross. It's disgusting. And maybe if the teenagers spent less time talking to each other, you know, in the check-in room and being like, hey, what's up? Hey, what are you doing? Like, the boys and the girls and just, like, talking and stuff. If they spent less time and more time cleaning up the locker rooms, it would be a better experience for everyone at the pool. Everyone would have a better... Because how am I supposed to shampoo my hair... Which, by the way, I don't even like doing, but my mom puts the shampoo on my hair before I go in the locker room because she says, this way I know you're going to take a shower because you don't like taking a shower. And sometimes you say you take a shower, but you didn't. But if I put the shampoo in your hair, you have to take a shower. Otherwise, the shampoo's in your hair the whole day. So I have to go in there with all the big bugs. How am I supposed to shampoo my hair when I'm looking at a daddy long legs like three inches from my face? And I don't know what that daddy long legs is going to do. It could jump at me. It could, it could bite me. It could do anything. It's a, it's a, unpredictable situation and i have to stand there and try and shampoo my hair like, like this is this is this is hard stuff and then and then i come to a podcast and you expect me to just be polite on your podcast and you're talking about dead animals okay porridge wow um i i let you go a little bit there because i'm hoping you're gonna blow off steam but it seems like you're just building up steam oh i i have so much steam right now i well i'm surprised you have so much energy after you know swimming a ton of laps at swim practice i i could swim for longer i could swim forever okay i have a lot of energy because i am channeling my energy into into a into a healthy wage against everything that makes me mad yeah it it sounds like it um, like bugs in the locker room. Okay. So many, uh, we already covered the bugs in the locker room. All right. That's, that's fine. Um, we're going to, and you know what? I went into the girls locker room. Not proud of this. I went into it because I wanted to see where my mom was. Cause I was waiting outside for like 15 minutes after my shower, just waiting by the cod. And I just wanted the cockies. So I poke my head. And I say, mom, can I think? guess what? Girls locker room? No bugs at all. Not a single bug anywhere. Explain that. 
Explain that to me, okay? Explain that. I don't know if if I need to. Ex- I mean, I don't know. They, uh, it's, I, I, that is unfair on so many levels. Okay, unfair. First of all, you shouldn't. Don't go near the girls' locker. I was just trying to get the car keys for my mom. Okay, because guess what? She was chatting. She was chatting to one of her friends, and you know when they start chatting, I don't know. They just they just go on and on and. All I want to do is get in the car. So we finally get in the car after she finishes her chatting, right? We get in the car, and I'm saying, Mom, why aren't there bugs in the girls' locker room? And she's like, what are you talking about? And then instead of driving home, guess where she drives? Here for this podcast. Because I didn't get a break. Because she was chatting with her friends, and there were bugs in the locker room, and now here I am with wet hair, and I'm annoyed, and now I'm, I'm, I feel like... I don't know. I'm, I'm saying these things, and now I'm kind of regretting it because I feel like it's going to be out there on the podcast, me saying all these things. So I'm totally regretting it, and and I don't like that I'm regretting it, but I'm still saying it. Okay, uh, why don't we steer the conversation in a different direction then, if you are regretting what you are saying? Well, there's other things that I want to say that I also think I would regret, but I'm not saying them because I knew I would regret them. Hey, that's good. That's a, a healthy amount of self-control, right? Um, so anyway, I think we should... Because when the teenagers are talking at the checkout desk... Look, I go up to the checkout desk and I say, Hey, I'm I'm going to check out from the pool because you have to check in and check out to the pool. And they're all talking like, I don't know what they're doing, but they're giggling and the boys, they don't wear shirts and they're flexing their muscles. It's a little bit gross, okay? it's I'm just saying it's a little bit gross. All I'm trying to do is check into the pool. I just want to write down my name and I want to walk through that stupid bug infested locker room so I can swim my hundreds of thousands of laps or whatever the coach is going to make me do that day so that I can maybe have my five minutes of dunking my friend's face in the pool before I have to take another shower and go through the bug infested locker room with my mom chatting until I can finally sit in the car so I can come here. Are you done? Is, is that it? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. I'm done. Okay, so we're going to move on to... And did I mention sunscreen? Can I just... Can I can I talk a little bit about sunscreen? And how my mom makes me wear the sunscreen that I hate? Because it smells... It smells like the weirdest, grossest thing. And it smells like, like she's just smearing chemicals on my... Because that's what it is. She's smearing chemicals on me. And then I smell like... Like, I don't know. I don't know what I... I smell like the weirdest thing I've ever smelled. And it's me. It's like my skin that smells that way. And then I look in the mirror and I got white stuff all over my face. I'm like, what are my friends going to think? I got white stuff all over me. They're going to laugh. They're going to think I'm dumb. They're going to, you know... And then they say like, wow, poor, you have a lot of sunscreen. I say, I I burn easily. Okay, that's what my mom says. I burn... I have fair skin. And then they're making fun of me for having fair skin. Okay, that's not something I can control. That's not something I chose to have. I just have very fair skin. Okay, I burn easily. Okay, I have a high risk of skin cancer because of my skin. So I wear a lot of sunscreen. So I end up smelling like some sort of... Okay, Porridge, I thought that was it. I thought we were done. Yeah, but then I remembered the sunscreen. And there's a whole nother topic there that I would love to explore. Well, why don't why don't we explore it later? 
Um, so the story, we've talked about the story. We're not going to, we're moving on from the story. Um, we, there's a couple announcements that I wanted to talk about. So the Green Book of Stories is coming, right? Are you excited for the Green Book of Stories? Yeah, I mean, sure, whatever. It's a book. Okay. Hey, hey, here's something. I wrote a review on your podcast page. Yeah, you did, actually, after our last, last conversation in the, the episode for the introduction to the Red Book of Stories. Uh, you said you were going to write a review and, and you did. Yeah, I did. So where's my free book? Okay, I, I, where is it? Well, it's a it's a contest and it's still going on. So you can still write a review or or send a question in and and you can be entered. We've had a lot of entries, um, but you can you can keep doing it even if you've entered before. You can keep entering. Anyone who writes a review on the Amazon or the podcast page will will be entered. To, okay, but what when's it over? It's actually over uh, at the end of July. Okay. Well, that's a long time. For, I can't believe I, I wrote that all the way back. That I like I forgot. So so then I get my book. No, if you get picked, you get your book. Okay, what are the chances I'm going to get my book? Um, I you know I'm I'm not sure. Not super high. Oh great. I mean, I took I took time out of my day to write that review. I hope you're happy. Yeah, no, it was it was a fine review. It's under the wheel porch. You can see it if you go on the Apple page. You can read my review. Should I read it now? No, they, let them read it later. Um, but of course, there's another contest going on. It's the writing contest. Are you serious? I thought that was like a joke. You you you're not kidding? No, like you can you can write fun short stories uh, and then send them into my website and and you can get a cash prize and then I will read your story on the podcast if if you win. And, and a lot of people have already sent in their their entries. I'm really impressed by what I've seen so far. Honestly, I think. Well, oh, okay, slow down, slow down. You have two contests going on at once. That's already a problem. Okay, I don't know who one's your marketing but it's a disaster uh two contests the first one i have to write something for your podcast i have to write like a review or do something where i have to like put thought into this thing right well yeah but you already did and the second thing is an is i have to write something else and it's longer than the first thing you have two contests that both relate to writing well okay porch some people like writing who Name one person in the world that enjoys picking up a pencil and scribbling out words. Look, okay, Porch, I'm a writer. I like writing. Yeah, but that's your job, right? That's like, I'm a garbage man, so I like garbage. Is that, I don't know if that, if that's really how that works. But so anyway, you don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Tom. No one likes writing. Why are you doing all these contests for writing? What about this? Why don't you do like, okay, I'm just spitballing here. What if you do like a video game contest where like everyone has to play a video game for like seven hours. Uh, and if you play the video game for seven hours, well, let's say 10 hours. Let's say 10 hours because they can spread it out over a period of time. And I just feel like if I had to do a video game for like a contest, then my mom might let me do it for longer. So let's say 10 hours. So I do it for 10 hours. And then of all the kids that played that video game for 10 hours, you choose one and he gets, I don't know, money. Okay, there you go. There's a contest. Put it up on your website. You're welcome. Now, the, the point of doing these contests is so that we can encourage, you know, good, you know, good behavior, good things, right? Like, I think it's great for boys to write stories, and I think it's great for people to be able to share stories with other people. Well, I mean, that's you. That's not me. I think it's great for kids to play video games, so we can agree to disagree. Okay, but that's why I'm running the contest, and you are not running the contest, because I think... 
I think my contest idea is good. Well, that's your opinion. You, that's clearly your opinion. Okay. Um, anyway, that's the contest that's going on. I think you should write a story. Why don't you write a story about how much you hate swim practice? Well, that, I, I just did into the microphone. I mean, I could listen to this and then transcribe it, but I don't want to put that work in. Okay. Never mind. Um, you can, anything that, anything that like bothers you or anything you're really excited about, write a story about. Okay. And then send it in. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm, I'm just not. Okay. Well, other boys listening to this are. Okay. So maybe you can encourage them. Say, say something about it. What? You know, say the, the boys, you know, the listeners like you. That you, 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 a lot of people like you as a character. And I think it would help if, if you, if you said like, "Hey, encourage them to write a cool, creative story." I mean, I don't. What you want me to? Are you going to pay me something? You going to pay me money to do that? No, no. Just like as a nice thing. Oh gosh. Okay. Um. <clears throat> uh. Hello. My name is Podge. You know me from the books. You don't have to introduce yourself where we've been talking for like 20 minutes now. Okay. You can just say, Hey, write a good story. Is that what you want me? No, I want you to say it in your own words. Okay. Hello. My name is Podge. You know me from the stories. Um, a lot of people are saying, why are we doing these writing contests when we could be doing video game contests? I agree with those people. Um, this was not my idea. Um, Mr. Tom is giving me a face right now. Uh, so I will say that, um, I think if you are considering submitting a story to the Boy Stories July Whiten Contest, that is a thing that you could consider. How is that? Well, that, that wasn't encouraging. You, encouraging means to say something good about it. You just, you just stated the fact that they could think about doing it. Okay. Okay. If you, if this is something you are considering is, is submitting a story. If that is something you are considering, that is something that I think is, is, is a good thing. It's, it's a, it's a really good thing. Also, Mr. Tom likes to beat dead animals. What? Why would you say that? I was, I just felt like I said something for you, so I was going to say something for me, right? It's, a, it's like a, it's like I do one for you, one for me, right? It's a good thing to write stories, and you like to beat dead animals, which you said, you said yourself about beating a dead horse, which I still think is super weird, okay? I think that's super weird. All right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we were going to... Oh, I was going to talk about Green Book. Aren't you excited for the Green Book? Yeah, you already said. I'm excited for the Green Book. I want my copy of Green Book. I wrote the review. Okay, never mind. But Green Book is coming out in August. And special surprise, you heard it here first. It's it's going to be the all the stories I chose for Green Book relate to summer vacation. So it's like it's like a it's like a summer book of stories, which is why I'm really trying to get it out in August. And we're going to have a firm date later. Um, but I just wanted to like kind of drop that there for anyone who's still listening to maybe get a little bit excited about, you know, so keep checking back and, and put your email on the website if you haven't already done that, because I'm going to send an email out about it, uh, and keep listening to the podcast. How's that sound? Well, no, you telling me that you telling them that I, you know, you're looking at me, but you, but you, but you're saying things that are for them. Well, I'm saying it for you too. Aren't you excited for the, for the green book? Yeah, we, we went over this. I don't get excited about books. I don't get excited about a lot of things. You know what I am excited about is going home, okay? 
because I haven't been home since this morning, since all my swim practice. Yeah, okay, we get the swim practice, and, and you're saying like that I after doing all this hard work today, I should like read a book and like and like you know make my brain hurt. No, thank you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, what are you gonna do, Porge? Are you gonna play video game? Yeah, I'm gonna play video games. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna go home. And I, and I'm gonna throw my, throw my feet up on the, on the table, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I deserve this. Because I had a hard day. I deserve this. I am a working man, and I deserve this. That is extremely debatable, but I'm gonna leave it at that. So, Porch, thank you for coming on. I'm sorry you had a rough day, but, um, Thanks for coming on, and I hope to have you on again soon, and good luck in your Green Book of Stories contest. If you want to write a story, feel free. I'm not going to write a story. Um, I hope I win the Green Book contest, or else that was a total waste of my time, and uh, thank you for having me on the podcast. It is always a pleasure. Okay. Thank you, Porch. This has been a Boy Stories podcast production written and performed by the author Tom Longano. The Red Book of Stories and the Blue Book of Stories are available on Amazon.com. You can also get signed author copies on TomLongano.com. This podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin. And if you like the podcast, please do leave a rating and a review, whether on the Apple Podcast site or if you like the stories, you can leave a rating and a review on Amazon. We read all the reviews and Uh, We really, really appreciate them. Uh, Please do share with friends as well. And if you have any questions uh, for Tom Longano or any of the characters and you'd like your question to be featured on a podcast, uh, you can email Tom Longano through the contact portal on TomLongano.com. You can also record a voice message on Anchor and then you will get your voice on the podcast. Very exciting. Thank you so much for listening. This has been so much fun for us and we hope it is just as much fun for you. See you next time.